Welcome back to A Moment of Boba, where you get to comment and join us as we share with one another about our life experiences. I'm Ping. I'm Kalina. I'm Tina. And I'm Finola, your host for today. Unfortunately, today is Paying's last episode on AMOB. She'll be Boo. back every now and again <laughs> in future episodes. But for now, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but for That's now, so she'll sad. be focusing on other priorities. So in today's episode is, is going to be all about Paying. Um, <laughs> this music <laughs> is so sad. <laughs> it's not like okay. It's not like she's, she's not like she's not leaving. Yeah. It's just that like um she's just she's just very busy now. Yeah. But I'll let her talk about it and like what she's you know up to and doing and yeah. Yes. So um, wow, that music got me so sad. But um yeah, so basically I've been thinking about it for a while, especially during our um like I told um the team that during our month well two three months break of a break this summer um it just felt like that break where I didn't have to worry about making sure that I have this open and like if I want to do self-care days then I have to do it on Saturdays or anything like that so without those thoughts it felt really relaxing and like I had time to kind of um split up (laughs) split up my um priorities and then so once we got back into it um I think it got a little bit harder for me to kind of balance everything especially with the two jobs and then getting back into OTV and AMOB and recording and possibly editing because I know in the summer I couldn't edit anything because I just felt like I wouldn't be able to to be honest no we were all so then I just like felt like I want to at least be a little bit more involved um like be it's like in my head I was like all in or nothing so because mm-hmm. I did think like okay what if I just come in every now and then to record mm-hmm. rather than meet up um every single time but then that's where I was like well they put in this much effort and so for me to just feel like I'm free to come when I want to don't come I just felt like that wasn't fair so then I just talked with other friends about like what I should do then I just realized well I'm only going to get busier Mm -hmm. so I think it's better to just um not kind of like not drag them down because I know there were a few moments where I couldn't make the recording and then things like plans had to get switched around or possibly get switched around and so I didn't I just felt really guilty about that so that's why I made the decision to leave um but like they all said I'm not going anywhere (laughs) there will still be days where I'm free where um I could still come yeah yeah, pop in so it's not like (laughs) yeah so it's not like I'll be forever gone but um she'll be gone yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'll be gone (laughs) so um because i know otv was a lot a lot i feel like it's a lot more work than Mm -hmm. amob because Mm -hmm. you know you actually have to think of ideas and do it physically and record and edit whereas amob we get to just talk and then usually we don't need to edit it Mm -hmm. yeah but yeah so i just felt like amob was could be doable but i don't want to be here for AMOB and not be there for OTV, mm-hmm. especially if we record on the same days and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, and that's totally fine. Yeah. Cause I and I think it's really nice too, cause like we all, um, when we first started talking about like starting a podcast, just cause it was just for like for fun for the heck of it. Cause yeah. we, we like to talk a lot. We're like, why <laughs> not just share yeah. our ideas with the world? <laughs> Even though sometimes it could be like useless things <laughs> that we talk about, but like we enjoy it. And mm-hmm. I know that there are people. Who has commented on like how much they've enjoyed listening to our podcast too? It's really nice. <laughs> I know. Now I'll be one of them because I'll actually get to listen and like, because when we talk it talk about it here and then I listen to it afterwards, I already know what we're going to talk yeah. about or the theme is. So now getting to see it from a viewer or supporter's perspective will be really nice. Yeah, but you're always welcome back to Yay. hang with yeah. us. <laughs> Like, yeah, we like to talk a lot. I know. Really. We have, I feel like we have just have so much stories that, like, even though we've been friends for a really long time, that mm-hmm. we still haven't told each other. So, yeah. like, to hear all those different stories like, and experiences, what? we're mm-hmm. like, whoa. Yeah. yeah, the amount of time we spend talking while prepping for the <laughs> podcast, that might as well be two episodes. Right? Honestly, <laughs> sometimes maybe we'll just have to, like, record during our breaks, too. Yeah. <laughs> And then put that like in a one episode in itself. Like, I know break talk number one. <laughs> I don't know, but what are you? What are some things that you're gonna be doing? Let's see. Um, mm, so right now I'm doing training for my Montessori assistant. So that will just be up until the end of the year, and then, um, let's see. I also applied for an editorial internship downtown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then uh, I applied for that in October when <laughs> I let you guys know that I won't be coming back. So because I I felt like um when I was looking at these internships and all this, it just felt like I wouldn't be able to have... I had to get rid of... Not get rid of, but choose something to not focus on, like to mainly focus on because I have the two jobs. If I got that internship and any other extra training or homework that I might have to do mm-hmm. along the way. So then that's when I was like, I either leave my temporary job at the university or I just take a step back from AMOB OTV mm-hmm. so that I at least have my weekends free to do extra work. So then that's what I decided to do. And then um, now I'm planning on just applying for more internships or some places call it fellowships where it's like a one to two year position. It's not like a full Mm -hmm. time, like a permanent job, but it helps. It's kind of like an apprenticeship, I think where you're just in the job and, but it's not a guarantee that you'll stay at the company. So I've been working towards that and getting as much uh, editing experience and connections as possible. Um, And I'm just, trying to work a lot so that by the time my temporary job is done in August, it seems like a long time away, but yeah. I'm already halfway through, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, you're like, yeah. like another eight months? Yeah, eight so, nine months. and I've already yeah. been here around the same amount of time, so then I felt like I need to have a lot of time to work so I can save up money if I need to move to Minneapolis to, you know, yeah. because that's where a lot of the publishing companies yeah. are. Yeah. 
and it's really expensive down there. <laughs> so I've just been planning a lot on how much I would need to spend, and that means how many hours I'm willing to work, mm-hmm. and just kind of seeing how much time I have for self care. Cause I feel like this, cause this summer I did flag football and all that. And it kind of took a toll on me. Like, I was always tired and my head always hurt. And um, I think because there was so much on my plate, I forgot a lot of the times we would meet to record and all that. And then, um, like, if my family wanted to do something, then I would say, oh, I'm I'm busy on Sundays. But then that means I'm also busy on Saturdays because mm-hmm. I don't want to do anything. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I'll be doing. Just kind of working towards my editing dream and now I'm trying to read more too like Kano's like we talk about yeah. reading a lot but <laughs> I'm trying to get more into reading because um when I was interviewing the editor publisher I forgot her title but um, when I was talking to her she said that a really important thing to keep into consideration is whichever publishing house you're going into you should know the works that they publish. Mm -hmm. And so that means I need to have time set aside to read what they do so that I can appeal to them a little bit more. So I think just when I think about, okay, yeah, I I want a position, but how do I get that? So then one of the things is I have to spend time and read. Mm -hmm. And I haven't been reading at all. So, yeah, that's why... I'm just trying to do, like, things behind the scenes before application so that I appeal to them more and it shows that I'm working hard and whatever, whatever, yeah. Yeah, because I know it's, like, it's so, it's just, like, well, it's just, like, a book, but then, like, mm-hmm. publishing houses want you to know that you actually read their stuff. Yeah. It's not, mm-hmm. not, like, that way, like, you know, like, what kind of vision they yeah. have. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was say that makes sense, yeah. too, because, like, like, you can't say, like, you – you're like you your vision or your goals align with them if you don't really know what yeah. it's like because then you don't really fit into that criteria you know mm-hmm. so i mean like it just makes sense because like if you are going to work for a company who like publishes like all i don't know sports stuff yeah and you don't know anything about sports or you don't know how like their i guess like their style of like mm-hmm. writing is like or like their style of what they publish is like then it's kind of hard to fit in it's just like why do you want to work here? And, like, I just want to edit. I know, yeah. <laughs> like, I do more than that. Edit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I never thought about, like, I knew I wanted specific genres to work with. Mm-hmm. So, like, horror, mystery, thriller, all that, or, like, children's, young adult, whatever. But, <laughs> like, I never thought to consider that not all publishing companies like that, like yeah. the same thing. So then when I started to research after the interview, the ones that are in Minneapolis, there is a lot of nonfiction that they like and a lot of, like, personal oh. essays and things that are very um, in the moment that can relate to people that are going through all these difficulties. Yeah. And then that's where I'm like, wow, none of what they do is what I thought I would be doing. So then, because I'm not really big into poetry or nonfiction since <laughs> yeah. I'm not the... Because, you know, when we write stories... We write about what we want to read, and so when I write, I want to read about horror, but the publishing companies, they don't write about horror at all. So then now I have to kind of step outside my comfort zone mm-hmm. and read about things that I've never read or n- never really found interest in. 
because yeah if i work for them it's going to be really hard if i don't like what they publish <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah that's one thing i never really realized until now and it's going to take a lot to get there and when i look up youtube videos about you know day in the life of a editor or assistant they use a lot of terms that I don't even really know oh, the true definition wow. of. So, like, contemporary. I took a whole course of that in college. But I never <laughs> understood what exactly is a contemporary literature. I think it's just anything written that takes place after World War Two. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so, like, things like that. And, uh, yeah, there's a lot that I still have to teach myself that I didn't mm-hmm. learn in college. So yeah, that's what that's, I've been working yeah, on. Yeah, that's the thing, too, because college, like, they teach you mm-hmm. certain things. But that's, like, the hands-on experience yeah. is what, like, people need. I think that's probably why some college really pushes to do, like, internships. Mm-hmm. Because that really gives you the hands-on experience where you can't learn yeah. <laughs> in a class. Yeah, because this summer, you guys knew, but I was taking um, that editing course oh, yeah. from yeah. University of Chicago. Mm-hmm. And, like, in the middle of it, I had the interview with the guy from Penguin. And he said that experience is probably what I should be working towards because you know yeah sure you can get a certificate you can get a master's and all that but that's going to take a while to get so Mm -hmm. and then you're still going to have to learn like what you actually do not just what like the style is or something so then after I took that course I was like you know what I think I'm just going to try and get right into it and like, I can just learn on my own instead of having to pay. Because I think total the course might have been $5,000. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. For one? For one certificate. It oh, was, yeah, oh, it was a just certificate. a certificate. Oh. So then, wow. And if he said that I should just get my foot in the door, then I'll do that because that's how yeah. he got into it. So then I was like, I'm not going to spend $5,000 if it won't really help me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was, like, a really big decision I had to make, and now I'm getting, like, really stressed out looking at, because on Instagram, you can see when they do their job postings, and in their comments, you can see who wants to apply. So, when I click on my profiles, they're, like, huge avid readers, or, like, they're, like, this, that, this, that, and they publish things. I'm, like, oh, my gosh, I have not (laughs) done any of that, and so it kind of scares me that I don't know if i'll be able to get up there but um i'm hoping that through these connections at least my name (laughs) will get out there so yeah i like i'm so introverted so whenever (laughs) i speak with her i get so much anxiety but i think it's worth it in the end to help Mm -hmm. me out because that's all you can really do to learn more about the industry is to talk to people Mm -hmm. in the industry and really put like your stuff and your work out there too yeah Yeah. that's just that's just like this really hard part Mm because trying to get yourself known and like have people notice you is super difficult because there's like hundreds of other people who want the Mm -hmm. same thing yeah because like what if cause my you know competitor (laughs) (laughs) and like she's written things and has a blog and like writes and reads and i'm here like i just like you you know, like, I honestly, yeah, so, like, when I think about things like that, I want to at least be involved, or, mm-hmm. yeah, which, which I'm sure Khan knows, like, reading and writing and kind of thinking things out takes a lot of time, mm-hmm. even if it's just, like, a personal blog post, like, it still mm-hmm. takes a lot of time to put into it, so, yeah. Low-key, I'm kind of thankful I don't have to do... <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my like, gosh, yeah. like, 
because I know like because like for you guys like the pressure is like how do you put yourself or your work mm-hmm. out there you know but for me I don't really need to do that yeah. I just like need to make sure I'm doing my job <laughs> that's true kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> make sure they're learning okay. but like I feel like I don't know if we talked about this but like um because I think for like you guys as writers like you have to um just get experiences but like does that also include like learning more or like you know mm-hmm. what i'm trying to say <laughs> i would say so because like yeah. for internships and jobs like the description or whatever oh, like you need to know how to do something mm-hmm. yeah more. but like they're also like oh what what interns or whoever applies will take away from this opportunity is that they'll learn how to like edit better or <laughs> i don't know like it just says like oh you will benefit from you will these are the things that you'll benefit Mm-hmm. yeah yeah because i remember when i applied for an editorial internship i eventually did end up getting the position but i was so scared that i wouldn't so i don't know if this is something you should do when you do interviews but they were like do you have one like any final thoughts before we end the interview and i said so just be really honest i have no experience and i like know nothing about the editing industry i just really want to be here and um, I'm willing to learn. Like, I'll learn really fast. I'll work hard mm-hmm. for it. But I've always wanted to do this. And I don't know where to start besides here. So I told them that. And then they were like, they kind of looked at each other. And <laughs> I was like, I'm doomed. I ruined it for myself. And then they, like, they said that um, uh, just because I didn't have anything that um, was a, the title position of editor mm-hmm. and working in the publishing industry, they said that I was their most experienced candidate oh. because of how I went about my work, like, my job. So, like, if I was in the career office, I would ask, can I work on the blog post? Can I edit old ones and this and that? So they said that because I did all that, I have more experience than I think. So, yeah, there was was a lot where, um, I forgot what we were talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Tina, what you, your Uh, statement you made? Like, like, I... Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just like learning more. Yeah, learning yeah. more. Oh yeah, that's the first question. Yeah, yeah. Like you actually, because yeah, you just have to learn. I think be willing to learn because it's a really hard. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of things you have to do, and it's not just editing. So like from the interview that I had with one of the editors, he said it's not just editing that you do. You have to um promote. You have to do marketing. You have to do this. Do that. Mm-hmm. So to have skills and all those will be really helpful. So that now, like in my job positions, I'm trying to talk with my supervisors to see if I can get experience doing all this mm-hmm. stuff. And yeah. so there is a lot like, like you have to personally research what past candidates have oh, of okay. themselves because they list they list like people that they have accepted on their websites. Oh. So I would look up their, like, information. Yeah. And they, like, know admin stuff. They know this, know that. So I'm like, okay, I should know that too then. Yeah. So it's a lot of learning about the people that they have chosen mm-hmm. and seeing how you can get to where they are. Oh. Yeah. Wow. So it's like no one really teaches you this, yeah. but it's just something that I have been working pretty hard yeah. on. So I'm more IT. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was just thinking because I was like, like, for me, as a teacher, when my licensure is up, then I have to make sure, in order to, like, get, re, to do, to renew my license, I need to make sure I have the required, um, like, trainings, because we still have to do, like, I don't know, make sure we do, like, a 
uh uh like a oh my gosh i'm like blanking now like <laughs> like a s- cultural training or like um mm. training on like how to help students who are english learners mm-hmm. kind of thing in order to like i need to gain those hours in order to renew my license and for teachers who've been working for a long time they have to be observed at least once a year um and then when it's time for re- renewal for their license they also have to do like certain trainings too because i was just thinking i'm like for like my job i have to like do that in order to have a job i need to have my license in order to teach otherwise i like mm-hmm. if i don't have a license my experience kind of wouldn't really matter a mm-hmm. lot you know um because that licensure is very important to have in order for me to teach so i was just thinking i was like but like for like writers you don't really have a license to do, like you guys yeah. just you just it's you like just have based, to be good yeah and based yeah. on your experience or like your work mm-hmm. yeah I was yeah just, like, thinking about that there was um one published so milkweed editions in minneapolis for their fellowship program which is that once two year program i was talking about they list you know they always list like responsibilities and uh qualities that they look mm-hmm. for in a candidate and so because the company itself is a non-profit organization mm-hmm. and they do a lot of fundraising and publishing they want you to have you know like experience in nonprofit organization like that would be a really big thing that they're looking for so then um like how you have to do specific trainings to get your license renewal renewed or whatever it's not that we have to but it's great if you have these qualities Mm -hmm. or um this experience because that's i think that's the only way i got my job at the university because they wanted the job position now is to support someone who gets donations from other organizations. Yeah. And I had, in my previous internship, I was able to go through the directory and then kind of research things about the company and what their interests are. And so that's why he wanted me because I already had that, that experience. Yeah. And I knew, like, he would have had to teach me a lot, basically. Yeah. And I would still benefit from it. So... So, yeah, during, like, how Tina said, they want you to have certain skill sets already, mm-hmm. which is, like, really hard because how else are you going to yeah. get those skill sets? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's where you just have to take advantage of the positions you have. Mm-hmm. And or positions that, like, have your skill sets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's so much. <laughs> and, like, even, like, helping with resumes, it, even if, like, for example, you're going to the medical field and all you've done for work is work in a restaurant then you i would have to tell them like cater your vocabulary to a medical field like use the word sanitize use the word health use this use that so that you know so there's all these little things that help you sound more appealing yeah it's really hard especially if you don't know anyone from Mm -hmm. that field or if there's any specific trainings yeah because trainings it already helps you, but, like, for editing, there's no editing trainings. You know, like, yeah. I'm sure you, yeah. <sighs> so you just got to know. Yeah. You yeah. got to fed for yourself, basically. Yeah, <laughs> Sell yourself. Yeah. yeah. Because I know a lot of my professors is, like, like going to industries like that, you have, you have to, like, hustle a lot. Mm-hmm. And if, like, you don't hustle enough, then you won't be able to get where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's this... um so for the job i have now um <clears throat> i 
I have no credentials in teaching or like being a supervisor for children, right? Um, not to say that you know I'm not willing to do that and teach the kids or whatever. Um, but I thought something because I literally have no real like job credentials ever. Uh, whenever I go to an interview and they ask me questions, I just kind of make things up on the spot, <laughs> oh you know, <laughs> and it works because uh -huh, I get the job yeah. right. And I'm just like, how do I translate? things that I'm good at into this position that I want to be mm -hmm. in. And for the job I have now, I was like, how do I make D&D &D sound like uh, <laughs> something I do that can help people grow? And then, and the thing about D&D &D is that is something that it does is it nurtures and helps people grow uh, to be more confident, to be more out there, to not be afraid and not be judged. Um, and I was just, I, I said that, you know, I met up with friends a couple times, or at least once a week. Uh, they put them, I put them in these specific scenarios where they have to figure out how to solve the problem. And it works. That's how you can use D&D on your resume. Mm -hmm. And they would never know until you tell them one day. And it's like, wait, what? Yeah. You gave me that What job? was this experience? Oh, it was D&D. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just like, oh, okay, yeah. But as to this day, nobody knows that I do that. Oh I mean, God. everyone does now, but yeah. know, who's listening? <laughs> who's going to? You don't know me. <laughs> yeah, just my two cents. Mm -hmm. <sighs> yeah, there's a lot of, like, I wouldn't say it's called lying, technically, because you are doing it. It's just, you're just kind of not sharing every little detail. Like, when they ask me, do I have any uh, experience working with, an art team because you know if you're editing you have to talk with the design team to mm -hmm. figure out what the art will look like and so i said i was actually really truthful and i told them 100 percent of every detail but i said when i was young like elementary young me and my sister i would write and she would draw and i was like that's the only time i've worked with the design team <laughs> and they were <laughs> like okay okay and i guess like a good thing is so i've been trying to kind of figure out one thing I don't think people focus on a lot is when you look at an employer and you should kind of notice what their work environment is like. So if they ask, do you have any questions for us? And you ask, how's the work environment here? And if they say everyone's like friends, like they joke around a lot, then that means in your interview, you should joke around with them. Because mm. if you're super serious all the time, then they're like, well, that's not our work environment. Yeah. But if their work environment is everybody's on top of it, this, that, this, that, then that's where you would you would try not to joke around as much and try to be more serious. So things like that, where I'm not trying to, like, bend my personality, but just kind of show them parts of me that would fit mm -hmm. into what they're looking for. And I, thought that, I think that's very important, too, because, like, um, I remember, I don't know who I was talking to, but, like, like showing your personality in your interview is important. Because I think when we think of interview, like, oh, it's, like, a serious mm -hmm. thing. You have to be really formal. But in reality, people just really, or, like, your interviewers um, just want to know who you are. And that is through, like, your response and how you talk to them, you know. And they just want to really see... Like, yes, answer their questions, but also see your personality. So that way for them, they know what you're kind of already like mm -hmm. and how if like, oh, is this someone that can work with our team or like with us? You know, I think that's really important, too, because they need to know how mm -hmm. you're like. <laughs> yeah. And like internship wise, like, you know, internships are made for people that 
do not have experience that need experience yeah so that's why apply for internships i feel like it seems like a really big deal and it, it is but um it's okay to not have experience because that's why you're applying for this anyways and so i think that's why you really have to show them who you are and show them your passion for it because i watched a youtube video where they said if you tell them why do you want to work in publishing you say oh i just love books i've loved them since i was young well everyone's going to say that so then you have to kind of really think about yourself and say why do you want to work in publishing or whichever field you want to go into so like with our my time off away from amob and otv i'm just trying to like you know find myself and which sounds really weird (laughs) because i don't really do anything but um just be more confident in who i am and the way i talk and just being very open and transparent because what i've noticed like a trend in the publishing community is they just want to hear your story and if i'm so Mm -hmm. afraid to share my story then like i will never get it and i think that's why i didn't get it in the past is because I just wanted to have the perfect resume, perfect cover letter, mm-hmm. perfect experiences. But um, now I'm just working more towards, you know, like how I've been saying this whole time, like selling myself out there, putting myself out there and just explaining more about what I do that I think no one else can do. So like mm-hmm. if TJ was to be like a writer or like an editor one day, then he could talk about D&D because not a lot of people go into publishing who, you know, enjoy D&D from what I've heard or noticed but yeah things like that so yeah i think um what am i saying (laughs) (laughs) i don't know it's just like even though i left amob and otv it wasn't like i have all this that will take place of the like the time that i gave to amob and otv but um yeah i just know that it's going to take a lot of time and effort mm-hmm. to get to where I want. And if I want to be ready for it, then I need to have time to get ready for it. And so that, um, that's the main reason why I had to leave. And it's really sad because now recording again, I do miss talking with you guys <laughs> and like sharing with you guys about things. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be really bittersweet. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, although it is like very sad that you won't, be on here as often as you are it's like i'm glad that you are taking that step forward Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. towards your like goals and like your dreams and then you're gonna know you're like you're like you feel like you're finally going places (laughs) not like you're not going anywhere with like this (laughs) 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 but like you know it's like oh like i'm finally doing Mm -hmm. something that i've always wanted to do and you're taking that Mm -hmm. actually taking that first step to do it yeah Mm -hmm. And yeah. I'm sure I'll be able to use, you know, OTV and AMOB as a talking point <laughs> yeah. in interviews and all that. Yes. Experiences, yeah. <laughs> Working in a team. Need some sponsors. Honestly. But, yeah. Well, we are definitely going to miss having Puyang here yeah. every recording session. Yeah. Um, even though she won't be here, we'll make sure she can come on <laughs> whenever <laughs> she is free. Thank you all for listening into our episode today. Um, be sure to check out Paying's Instagram so you can, you know, like, oh my gosh, like yeah. see what she's up to every now and then. <laughs> um, but look forward to our next episode. And remember to follow Momo Boba for the latest on our lives. Until next time. <laughs>